You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. This week, we're kicking off Financial Literacy Month. We talk about what is financial literacy? How to be financially literate. The importance of keeping your documentation. Being fiscally responsible during the holiday season. And why it is so important to be aware of your situation. All right, and we are talking about uh, Financial Literacy Literacy Month, which is November. Which is all month long in November. Yeah, yeah. actually, it should be Financial Literacy Month should be all year round, actually. Uh, You know what? This is one of these things that we we really try to keep going all year long. I think us doing the show, Mortgage 101, keeps it going. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think Financial Literacy Month, having a focus on it just one month is really important. It's a good reset. It's a good time to educate. Mm -hmm. It's a good time to learn about income and assets and credit and, you know, really do a deep dive into these different things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so when it comes to uh, people and financial literacy, I guess what are what are some definitions or what? how would you define, uh, how could somebody gauge whether they're financially literate or, or not? Well, I think that's a hard one to gauge, Todd. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes it's looking in the mirror, looking at your own finances, and that's a good indicator if you're financial, financially literate or not. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Some people are really financial literate, but their situation doesn't look like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes people really are aware. They know what's going on. But from many different circumstances, you know, they've had misfortunes. They've had missteps that have negatively impacted their financial future and their financial situation. And you know what? I think just being aware of that, I think, is important. And then figuring out what the best steps are to put yourself in the best financial position. Yeah. and But obviously, the first part of any type of literacy or, or awareness is doing the work and recognizing mm-hmm. that there's there's a necessity there to do so. And you see clients on a regular basis that don't do this this base these basic things, right? I see at both ends of the spectrum, Todd. Yeah. I see people that think, you know, my situation isn't that great, but they're in great financial shape. Right. And I have some people that are just ignorantly not aware mm-hmm. and think that their situation is really not that bad or pretty yeah. good yeah. and it's really terrible. And so we see every type of customer. And I think that's what's really unique about what we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my purview of what I think, you know, people are in good shape or bad shape might be different than yours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Everybody's perspective over what financial health looks like, I think, is different. Yeah. Are some people, uh, I guess, uh, not in good financial shape, but but are, are not, they're ignorant to that fact that perhaps... Uh, things are issues they don't even realize that they've got some challenges well i think in some ways ignorance is bliss like go the ostrich you know what i mean stick your head in that sand and you know what i think ignorance is bliss in some ways but that's not sustainable no especially when you want to do a big transaction you know we talk about home ownership obviously we talk about people buying homes and getting mortgages that's what our show is really about but even when you're trying to do anything that involves your personal finances that could be getting a job renting an apartment, buying a car, getting a credit card. If your finances are not that great, and I'm not just talking about credit people, like I'm just talking about all of your finances. If your finances are not that great, it can negatively impact any big transaction that you're looking to do or any big change that you're looking to do in your life. Yeah, there are probably people out there who have good credit, but despite that, their financial situation is a bit chaotic, right? Correct. Yeah, I yeah. see it, honestly. Yeah. And I think the one time that I, I do see it the most is when people have a hard time even getting their documents together. Right. You know their life yeah. is a little bit chaotic. Like, yeah. if you can't find your T4 from 2022, yeah. I'm guessing you have a hard time, Yeah. yeah right? right. Yeah. Or if you can't even go to your employer or go to download it from your payroll 
program. If you can't find it, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. So I think sometimes when we request documents from people, people don't have these documents. Right. They're going and like sourcing them out. They're like, okay, I'll get my pay stuff from my payroll system. I'll get my T4 mm-hmm. from my payroll system. I have to contact my lender for my mortgage statement. I have to contact the municipality for my tax bill. Mm-hmm. And people don't have them in one place which for me is like really so odd. Like it's hard to believe that you don't have either one or two years of your documentation. Right. I think they normally say what, keep six years of your paperwork? Yeah, yeah, seven. I thought it was seven. Seven, six, seven yeah. years, whatever. Yeah. I know some people who have papers from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I have clients who came to see me 17 years ago that brought me the documents in their hand mm-hmm. from when I met with them 17 years ago. Yeah. Like that, they really should yeah. get a sticker. Yeah. That might be too much though. I think six, seven years is the right number. I think seven years is the number, yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, have that. Know where it is. Have it organized. Even have it in a PDF on your computer. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. So we're saying chaotic in terms of documents. But it's not just, you know, the documents that sometimes can be chaotic. People's credit can be chaotic. You know, maybe they're making their payments on time. Mm-hmm. But maybe they have 20 different trade lines of different items. Mm-hmm. Why, people, why do you need nine credit cards? Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and it gets too complicated. And, How do you even know? And of course, November, Financial Literacy Month or Awareness Month, uh, but it's also the month before Christmas. Totally, and right? you, and you, as you know, going into the holiday can be such a trying time. Yeah, I think this year in Financial Literacy Month, like November, it's a time that people really have to look in the mirror and figure out what is next year going to look like. Right. What are the holidays going to look like? Yeah. Because. Inflation, as it has softened, obviously we've had positive reports that inflation has softened. Oh, not we're much. We're still not out not of- Not much. And we're not out of the woods. No. We're not out of the woods. That's right. And still the cost of fuel is very high. We know mortgage rates are high and they're going to be high for a while. Um, and I think going with a more conservative step forward yeah. into the holidays and into next year yeah. with your spending- I think that will pay some dividends. Mm-hmm. Do you think that people uh, this year, perhaps for the first time in a long time, are looking at Christmas and saying, I need to scale back? I hope so. Yeah. But do you think that's happening, though? I don't know. Because I'll tell you why I don't know, Todd. Yeah. And we said this before, but I'm just going to reiterate this because I know our listeners have heard me say this. For a couple of years, we were told by the government to stay home, don't spend, you know, um, save your money. We don't know what's going to happen. Then we start being let out and, you know, we paid all our debt down. We saved a bunch of money and then now we've started to spend. We want these consumer goods. It, it drove inflation. I think we're still in this, in this, uh, you know, mode of not saving. I think we are still spending and I think we're still overextending. Mm-hmm. Equifax and TransUnion has come out and say, you know, people are starting to miss payments. Indebtedness is going up. And I'm not sure 100% if Canadians have got the message to say, inflation to bring this down you really need to stop spending right that includes buying gifts at holiday regardless of what uh religion you are buying any types of gifts for anyone we need to really think about this as we need to do a more lean year Mm -hmm. i think yeah do you think that people are recognizing that especially if they've got a renewal coming up in the next year or so and they've had a really favorable interest rate that they're that they are looking at uh, scaling back their spending right now uh to prepare for that I don't think people know. Well, they surely must know or they're they're living under a rock, right? I have so many people that are coming in that are renewing right now, Todd, mm-hmm. that are either procrastinating, procrastinating, procrastinating. I see professionals like accountants and lawyers and doctors. Yep. And they're waiting right until basically the end of their renewal before they're like, okay, I want to make a change. Yeah. I know I want to do something, 
but I've been avoiding this situation because I know the rates are high. I know I did myself a disservice by waiting. And, you know, it's tough. I think mental health of people is is challenging right now. I think that people are scared and they're not aware and they don't know what the best path forward is. And there's not a one size fits all for anyone, mm-hmm. especially with financial literacy. Right. There's so many different facets. And I think everybody's situation is so different. You need to seek the advice and you need to really look and see where your situation is. Wow, that amazes me that you've got professionals that come in in, in that situation. A lack of being proactive, a lack of sense, sense of urgency really surprises me. They're owning it. They are. They know they've waited right yeah. to the last minute because they're like, yeah. we're hoping, we're hoping, we're hoping. Yeah. There's some magic. What were they hoping for? I think they were hoping maybe for the rates to soften or they're hoping yeah. for their lender to give them some magic deal or something. Right. It's just not happening. Yeah. That's the reality. Yeah. You know, we need to look at where things are right now and deal with the best case scenario on what's available mm-hmm. i'm saying maybe none of the scenario is the best yeah it's tough the rates are high but you need to make a decision during financial literacy month we're really going to talk about the cornerstones on what we as a, you know mortgage broker and we're talking about home ownership you know what impacts that mm-hmm. we're going to talk about income which i think we're going to talk a little bit about self-employed yep. i know that's a really like hot topic right now absolutely we're going to talk about assets Like, what do you need to get into a home? How can you build your family's net worth? And we're going to talk about credit. I know that's always a hot topic. And uh, that's something that I'm sure everyone's going to want to hear about. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.